And I'm Sean Braswell. And this is episode 16 of Wilson Arts and Beyond, a podcast by Wilson Arts in Wilson, North Carolina. Today we're going to have a conversation with Wilson Arts' very own Mr. Bob Owens. Welcome to the show, Mr. Bob. Thank you, Seth. So, Mr. Bob, you've been on here before, and Sean and I and everybody who listened to the episode agree that you had some pretty incredible stories, some unexpected stories, uh, i.e. wrestling, maybe. I don't, I don't know that everybody <laughs> knew that one. Uh, but it was, they were so cool and interesting, we wanted to bring you back in and, and kind of get more of your story and hear a little more about you and what you've done. Uh, so, I guess if you were to say where you got started, like if you, the first cool story of when you were when growing up, where would you start your story? Well, I was born and raised in Wilson, and uh, I was went joined the Navy when I was 19 years old. Uh, shipped out of Raleigh, and they sent me to San Diego, California, which uh, <laughs> is a new world altogether. <laughs> but anyhow, this was during the Korean War. Uh, which a lot of people refer to as a forgotten war. But the, we, the ones that were there, like myself, we haven't forgot it. A lot of good people were lost. And anyhow, I was glad to get back home to Wilson. So uh, when you were in the Navy, uh, were you on a ship or? Uh, yeah, I was on a ship uh, for four years. Uh, the USS Ajax AR-6, which was a repair ship. And our job was to repair the ships that were damaged during the Korean War. Sometimes they would tie up alongside of us, and we'd send our repair crews over to patch them up and send them back. Sometimes we had high as six ships alongside of us, all being worked on at one time. And another story, we were... Leaving San Diego, of course, we had the weekend in Honolulu on the way to Japan. And about halfway between Honolulu and Japan, we got a distress call from an ocean liner. There was something wrong with it, and they couldn't figure it out, and they were sitting dead in the water. So they called us, and we sent our repair crew over, about, I guess, 12 men, to work on what was wrong. And while they were working on it, we circled that liner for about two hours, round and round, until the crew come back. And, of course, then we went on to Japan. And, the, and I'm sure the Navy sent them a bill. <laughs> so they call those tender ships, correct? Yeah. The repair yeah, ships? Uh-huh. Yeah, tender yeah. ships. Yeah. Some of them have sub-tenders. And, of course, uh, ARs, that's aux- auxiliary repair ships. Okay. They do everything. So uh, uh, you were in the Navy for four years. Where, where did you go after uh, that? I uh, started off at boot camp in San Diego, and then we shipped over to uh, Japan, uh, Sasebo and Yokosuka, and we had stops in uh, Subic Bay in the Philippines and, you know, just different, and Kobe, Japan, and, uh, you know, just different places. And, but our, our home base over there actually was Sasebo. And our home base in uh, the United States, of course, was Long Beach, California. Excellent. So uh, after the Navy, what, what, what happened next? After the Navy, uh, I went to uh, New York for a little while, like I said before, mm-hmm. as a doorman. And, of course, after that, I had a little stint with uh, the circus. And then later on, uh, 
I got hooked up with the professional wrestling business in Florida. Um, I started off with a, working with the rain crew, and one night, one of the wrestlers didn't show up. So they put me in the ring <laughs> against another guy, and uh, of course, you know, he threw me around, all that kind of stuff. I got a few good licks in, but he won the match. And after that, I said, this, this is too tough stuff for me. <laughs> so then I was promoted to uh, ring announcer, and I finished up my career that with as a commissioner of wrestling. So where I find a common theme up until today, I feel like in your story, is entertainment in some fashion. What drew you to entertainment? You went to New York, and then you were involved in wrestling. We obviously know what you do now. Um, but I don't know, what brought you to that? I, I've always uh, loved entertainment and, uh, you know, movies, uh, you know, mostly behind-the-scenes stuff. I like a lot of that. And uh, when I was in the Navy, of course, uh, I worked in uh, Naval Communications, and uh, we did all the uh, sound and light stuff on the ships, you know, because they had shows and stuff, and USO shows would come in, and we would work with them. And we were enlisted men, but we were the only ones allowed to go into Admiral's quarters <laughs> to show him a movie, and that was it. <laughs> So, uh, we could talk about wrestling some more, but we keep mentioning the circus, and I don't think we've dove into that much. So, uh, what, what were you doing with the circus? Uh, I was a production coordinator for the circus. In other words, uh, you have what you call a lineup before the grand entrance, and uh, each person has a spot. And uh, if, if that person's not in a the spot, then I report to the ringmaster, you know, if they're in line or not. And if everybody's there, he'll say, cue the music. And then I will, of course, uh, the, the band leader is on the headset. And I say, uh, Blaze Away, <laughs> which is the name of the one that they come out to. So it's kind of like a stage manager. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing about when I was in California, we were, we were you know, pretty close to Hollywood and Los Angeles and all those places. And about once a month, they would have a drawing Everybody's name went in a pot, and they drew out maybe three or four names. They would send them to be extras in a movie in Hollywood. And they would send you up there, and you would get paid, and you'd get a um, $25, of course. That was a lot of money back in those days. But you would get that, and you'd get a free meal and autograph pictures of all the stars. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Were you an extra in any of the movies? Yes, uh-huh. Uh, it was in a real old movie. It's a mad, mad, mad world. The final scene where all of them get injured. Of course, there's thousands of people. You probably, you, you, I've never even seen myself. I was there, but I never, <laughs> but I never found myself. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you you brought some uh, memorabilia here. Uh, one of them is a trophy. I wish we wanted to take a picture and and and. Posted on the on the we can do that right yeah oh yeah uh, so one of them is the North Carolina Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame hereby inducts Bob Owens in the Southeastern Wrestling Alliance and this was June seventeenth two thousand oh excuse me yeah two thousand six mm -hmm. so yeah that was uh, that was presented to me at Dorton Arena in Raleigh at the fairgrounds uh, during the intermission it was a complete surprise I knew nothing about it. And they did it, and it was real nice. Now, I really appreciate it. 
So you seem very passionate about the wrestling. How does that compare to like working with Act for Youth and and the other programs here? Well, um, you work with a lot of different people, you know, a variety of people in uh, in wrestling, and also in Act for Youth, you work with a lot of uh, a variety of children. So it's a switch from uh, you know big old wrestlers down to little children, but it's still a lot of fun, and I enjoy it very much. So you also have here that uh, you've done lighting uh, or stage managing for several big name acts. Were most of those here at the at the in Wilson, or were they? In they were Jer- right here at the Boykin Center yeah. in Wilson. So some of the names he has mentioned, he's worked with uh, Dixie Carter, Doc Watson, David Holt, the Diamonds, the Isaacs. The, the Isaacs are a gospel singing group. Yeah, uh, uh, my cousin just took a picture yesterday. They were coming through Selma, North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, so on to their next gig, and also the Preservation Hall Band and Pilgrim Jubilees. So uh, the Pilgrim Jubilee are, are out of Chicago. <laughs> it's an African American group. It's four of them, and they were on stage, and I, you know, was running lights that night, and they come out, and the leader of them said. You know, we travel all over the United States, you know, singing, concerts and everything. And this is some of the most beautiful lighting right here in the Boykin Center that we have ever seen. And he pointed up to me. <laughs> yeah. That's when I first met you. You were doing lights for the uh, Friday on the Lawns here. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, another one, the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. They, they would, uh, appeared here twice. And the fun part about them, their last song is when the saints go marching in. And they'll come down off the stage, down one aisle and up the other. Of course, except a drummer and a piano player. (laughs) But all the rest of them come down the stage with their instruments and invite people to follow them up on stage. And then that, you know, that's real nice. It it gives people a chance to get on stage that never been there before and... uh, and they were a real nice group of people to work with. Well, you know, when I when I came here, I didn't know a lot of the, the, the students who came through Act for Youth before I started here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've gotten to know a lot of the, the alumni students through you because any time they're in any kind of uh, news article or have done something special, you'll you'll put a little write-up in the paper or something, and you post it here for us to, so all to know about it, and that's really special. It's cool to see the people come back and still feel like they're still involved because you keep them alive here. So that's 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 awesome. But I want to. You have this other plaque here, and I think it would be worth reading. It seems definitely very cool. Uh, this was something you received in January eighteenth, uh, two thousand fourteen. It is the Share the Dream Achievement Award. It was again it's awarded to Bob Owens. It's because of you that our community can rise with hopes and dreams before our eyes. You set an example and never hesitated. Let it be known that you are appreciated. And this was uh, from the state of North state of North Carolina Martin Luther King Jr. Commission uh, member. Uh, I can't tell the first name, but Jeffries, Mr. Jeffries, I'm assuming. Yeah, we call her Lady J. Oh, that's Lady J. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And that was presented to me at the. Uh, I knew about this one beforehand because she called me. Okay. But anyhow, it was presented to me at the uh, Sally Howard School one night along with several others. Wonderful. So that was nice, too. Well, definitely, uh, you're definitely 
worthy of it. Uh, you Thank do some you. wonderful things. Oh, one other thing. Let me tell you something about Act for Youth. A lot of times these children would come down and wait for the parents to come pick them up, you know, because they were finished rehearsing, but there was still some more on stage. So they would come down, and I would talk with them, you know, while they were waiting. And uh, one little girl and boy come down one night, and uh, she was real shy and quiet, and, of course, he was sort of mouthy. So uh, they were sitting beside each other, and he said, uh, have you got a brother? And she said, no. Do you have a sister? She said, no. Do you have a dog? <laughs> she said, yes, I have a dog and two cats. And what business is it of yours? <laughs> she wasn't trying to be funny. With children, you ask a question, you're going to get an answer. Yeah. You might not want to answer. You might not like the answer you get, but you're going to get one. <laughs> yes, you will. When I mentioned to one of the students that we were interviewing you, one of the things that they were interested in talking about is, uh, I don't know what to what you call it, the... Gifts at the end of Act for Youth shows, the where they do the raffle the strike type party. thing, yeah, yeah, the strike party. And oh, the strike party! How did party. that get started? And, and that I started that on my own. Um, what I do, I take the program, you know, and and get every name of every child, and uh, I put all their names in a pot. And of course, we have a lot of gifts we give away, and we'll pull we'll pull the name out, and um, you know they'll get a gift. And one, I was said said to one of the parents one night, because every time a gift was awarded, the kids just screamed and hollered and applauded and everything. And I asked one of the uh, parents one night, "Have you ever heard so much excitement about somebody winning a bag of popcorn?" <laughs> it is some very unique stuff you have up there for the drawings. But they enjoy it so much. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a highlight of each production. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is. Yeah, sometimes I hear from the uh, Act for Youth. Of course, some of them now are up in their 20s. They're married. Some of them even have children. And some of them have jobs. But every once in a while, one out of the blue, I get a letter from one of them remembering, you know, me from way back. Yeah. Well, I also hear stories all the time about how you send letters to current and former Act for Youth students, or like you mentioned, the newspaper clippings. Or, and what I always hear is how much that means to them, and they really appreciate how much you care about them and, and continue to, um, like, encourage them and, and stay connected with them. So, Yeah, that's something I do a lot. If I see their name in the paper, you know, like sports or uh, some kind of award, I'll always clip it out and send it to them because I read papers, you know, newspaper every day. And sometimes uh, when we have these shows here at the Boykin Center, um, you know, the Act for You shows and the Boykin series, I always follow them up about, a, you know, I try to send in at least one a week when something's going on here or over at the uh, Art Center. And they've been printing them pretty, pretty good. And then one time I was sending in uh, what I call words of encouragement. And uh, they called me about that and told me that uh, that was uh, infringing on copyright laws. Don't send them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but do send the follow-ups of all this stuff going on, you know, at the Boykin Center and the Art Center. So we love it.
Well, even on a personal note, I found out you wrote one about my school's production of Peter Pan and, and Wendy, and it was really awesome, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So. You're welcome. So uh, uh, we also want to mention this one other thing you got from Act for Youth. It, uh, you were presented the Lifetime Achievement Award from Act for Youth. What year was that? I think, if I remember right, it was about 2008, and it was the first Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's been a, you know, a mainstay of uh, the Edna's Award Ceremony since then. And yep. a, I'm in good company with a lot of people. But I was the first one to get one. When did you start with Act for Youth? Or I guess the Wilson Arts or what would have been? Um, the Arts Council. Arts Council. When did I start? Yes, sir. 2001. Is that when you got done with wrestling and you came back to Wilson or... Yeah, I was in Virginia for uh, quite a while, and I decided to, uh, when I retired, I decided to come back to Wilson. And, uh, you know, uh, we had um, wrestling matches here in Wilson for quite a while. We promoted a lot of those. You know, we went over to Greenfield School, uh, the American Legion, you know, just different places, you know, for, we put on shows, you know, sometimes every weekend, because we were on tour for probably 10 years. And uh, we'd worked around Selma, and then when we toured uh, some down South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. So that was a lot of fun, real interesting. So you had mentioned something about Virginia newspaper columns. What was that all about? Yes, I was living in Virginia in the Newport News, Hampton, Norfolk area, and I was writing three columns a week for the uh, uh, Newport News Times-Herald. And... Uh, they referred to it, it, it was like a stuff going on around, you know, not just entertainment, but anything going on around the area. I would mention it and everything, and, uh, and the newspaper people, of course, laughing, referred to it as local fluff. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have fluff. I mean, so You've written for newspapers in some fashion for a while then, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, also, I've had uh, two poems published. On a national level, but that was back probably in the 90s when I, I did that. But uh, they're still around, and uh, they paid me for them, so that's what counts. Where were they published? <laughs> uh, one of them, I think, was uh, up in Pennsylvania, and another one was a national magazine. I can't remember the name of it right now, but I probably got them at home somewhere in a box. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. We could share that potentially. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So... Uh, since the last time we talked to you, it's it's been I guess six months or so. It's been a while. We've we've been doing more events down at at the new art center, and I know you kind of watch after a lot of those events. How's that going? Well, since we moved out of the old building, the three story building on the uh, corner of Goldsboro and uh, Nash Street, the rentals at the new Wilson Art Center at two hundred four Nash Street have just about doubled. And, of course, we bought new tables and chairs, and, and when they are all set up, it, it looks good. And I usually get to work those rentals and bartending mostly, and they're a lot, they're a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, we have the uh, openings for the art exhibits. Of course, they only last a couple of hours, and I bartend those too with a helper. So, uh, you know, th- things are really picking up in Wilson now. Well, you can definitely tell things are getting back to normal because even when Playhouse comes to rehearse or Act for Youth comes to rehearse, Mr. Bob's at the front door ready to greet you. 
probably has a little bowl of candy that you can to get something. So that's really nice to see that back happening again. Cause. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, uh, we're rehearsing right now, the Vision Community Theater is rehearsing right now for the Motown Review. And uh, that was brought back by popular demand because it is a real, real popular show. And there's a lot of talent in Wilson. A lot of people don't know this, but there is a lot of talent in Wilson. There definitely is that. Well, Mr. Bob, I certainly think that everyone at Wilson Arts and Night for Youth and the Wilson community uh, are very much appreciative of everything you do for us and the arts community here. Uh, we thank you for joining for the podcast, and we can't wait to see uh, what adventures are in our future. And thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Bob. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. As always, we want to thank you and our guests for joining us. We also want to thank Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton for providing our music. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Also, be sure to check out our website, wiltsonarts.com, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WiltsonArtsNC for the latest information about our events. Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time.